Hello and welcome to Minnesota Extension's Swine and You podcast. My name is Sarah Sheik Belke and I'm a Swine Extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Joining me again today is Diane DeWitt, who is also a Swine Extension educator with the University of Minnesota. Once again today, rather than a research update, we're going to talk to you about a new tool that our Livestock Extension team has developed. As we know, COVID-19 has affected all aspects of our daily life these past several months. And if you're unfortunate enough to get COVID, you know that your time is gonna be focused on getting well and less about doing your chores. That is, if you're a livestock producer and for the case of Diane and I, we're gonna be talking about you, the pork producer. So obviously, if you become ill with COVID, depending on how severe you have it, you're probably not going to be allowed out of the house. You're going to be in the house for some R&R and quite possibly need to be quarantined from the rest of your family so they don't become sick if they haven't already. So with that, what happens if you or your family are too sick to do chores? You still have the pigs that need to be cared for on a daily basis. Also, who might be doing those chores? Maybe your family members can, but again, if they're living with you in the same house as you, they might be already infected as well and down for some R&R at the time. If you have a neighbor come over and do your chores, if they're not familiar with your farm or what you have going on with the pigs, they may not know what to do. Now, granted, there are several farm plan tools available online. However, a lot of them are numerous pages, like 20 pages or more for you to complete. Well, in the swine world, we've spent quite a bit of time in the past couple of years assisting producers. For example, we've got PQA site assessments and we've been spending years helping you prepare for those site assessments. And then came along the common swine industry audit, mainly from the packers. And that also involved a little bit more written operating procedures and stuff like that to show. So we've been helping you create some plans for several years. And then most recently, we've got the secure pork supply plan. And we've also been doing some education on that helping your farm prepare in the event of a foreign animal disease outbreak. So with these farm contingency plans that our livestock team created, they do kind of go hand in hand with some of these things that we already have. But Diane, do you want to tell us specifically more about these livestock contingency plans that our livestock team created and how pig farmers might utilize them? Absolutely. Well, when the COVID pandemic hit, uh, we as livestock educators uh, were thinking about how, how farmers and their family members could communicate to someone to do their chores for them. And so we uh, worked to create a simple fillable form for farmers to complete and to be able to provide to a trusted friend or a neighbor to guide them through those basic chores that need to be done to keep the livestock alive 
until the farmer or the family have recovered enough to be able to do the, the work themselves. So we call this tool the Livestock Contingency Plan, and it can be used for any instance when someone who doesn't know a producer's operation very well can come in and do the livestock chores. And so as a team, we, our Extension Livestock team has folks that work in all species. Uh, Sarah and I work in uh, swine, but livestock contingency plans have been created for swine, beef, dairy, honeybees, and sheep and goats. And, and we say sheep and goats are grouped together because many times they are raised on the same farm and their feeding and care is uh, similar between those two species. Uh, horses are animals who are kept in many, many different types of situations. So our extension equine specialist, Krishona Martinson, divided them into two settings. So for horses, there's a contingency plan for privately owned horse farms or uh, also a separate one for horse boarding or training farms. And then in the poultry realm, our colleagues Abby Noy and Wayne Martin, who are also uh, extension educators in the livestock team, created contingency forms for three different types of poultry settings. Uh, there's the commercial poultry producer, there are commercial pasture poultry production, and also then a contingency form for urban poultry keepers, because we know that there are a lot of small groups of chickens kept either on a hobby farm or perhaps even in a backyard chicken situation. So like Diane mentioned, our livestock team has created these livestock contingency plans with a lot of different species in mind. But knowing that these different species are a little bit unique to those specific livestock. So therefore, we do have separate plans depending on which livestock species you're wanting the contingency plans for. And like I mentioned earlier, the purpose of these contingency plans is to have notes in place in the event of an illness. So granted, we've talked about COVID, um, but it could be another illness other than covid or maybe there's some other emergency situation. A lot of times could be a severe illness or um, could be injury, whatever the situation might be. If you have someone else that you need to do your basic chores, but maybe you're not in that condition that you're able to go out to the barn and tell them exactly what you need them to do and, and how to do things and where things are. That's why we've created these contingency plans. They're those plans that we hope that you do ahead of time. So in the event, like we mentioned, of an illness or another emergency situation, you've got that, let's say, binder or folder of information that a neighbor or whoever else you've designated to do your chores in an event like this is able to pick up and they know what essential care they need to, to provide to your animals. So it's not going to be an all comprehensive. So for example, in the pork industry, we've got our common swine industry audits or PQA site assessment. Doing this is not going to cover the requirements of those, but it should be able to fulfill the need if somebody needs to do your chores in the event that you can't. 
And I guess it could also be a good tool that could be used even if you're going away on vacation. Um, you don't have to double yeah, up. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> it's always nice to get multiple uses out of something when you take the time to do it. So now a little bit more specifics about these contingency plan. We do have them posted online and I'll tell you where you can find them in a little bit. But first I'm gonna explain to you that it's a plan You'll need to download them so that you can fill them out either with a pen or pencil, or you could also complete it on the computer by typing in your response. But like I mentioned, completing it by hand or with your computer, you are still gonna have to download it first. So just like if any of you have ever prepared your taxes using an IRS tax form online, it'd be really similar to that. <laughs> yeah. So like I mentioned, these are not comprehensive, they're fairly general in nature, but it's, it's basically to get you to think about that essential care for your pigs in the event that you're not able to take care of them. So the plan contains prompts to remind you of like typical management chores and for you to record important phone numbers that a caretaker may need in the event that they're not able to get a hold of you. So for example, veterinarian, nutritionist, electrical or power company, or other services that your farm uses on a fairly regular basis. Uh, maybe it's mortality pickup, uh, maybe it's waste management. Think of for your farm, what are those phone numbers or contacts that you're reaching out to on a fairly regular basis? Another contact might be a Minnesota duty officer number to be included. Now granted, you may already know what that number is, because in the event that you have a manure spill or you also raise crops and you've got fertilizer or pesticide spill, that would be that same number that you're asked to call. But either way, that Minnesota duty officer, it's a 1-800 number and it's manned 24 seven to assist producers who have those type of emergencies. So those are types of information that would be asked of you to provide on those contingency plans. The uh, other thing that uh, this sort of echoes how this, the secure pork supply plan, but there is a space on this contingency plan for you to draw or to insert a farm map. You could insert um, the actual Google Earth photo of your farm so that you can highlight important landmarks on the farm, entrance and exit or where the feed is delivered or where the uh, compost facility is. At any rate, uh, highlight different spots on your farm site. And then also, this is where you can emphasize the biosecurity practices that you require. And it's up to each producer to determine how detailed you want to get with your biosecurity protocol in this contingency plan. But, you know, we as swine educators always want to emphasize that pig farm biosecurity is very important. And you want, we want the folks doing the chores to be as careful as possible about keeping out diseases. And so uh, as we kind of wrap this up and talking about these livestock contingency plans, just know that each species plan is simple, short, and to the point. There's plenty of space available for producers to add more extensive notes if they choose to, but we, we wanted to put together a tool that would be simple and because we always 
believe that in its simplicity, that makes it doable and it's more likely to get completed that way. We always want to encourage producers to have a contingency plan in place for those unexpected times of illness, emergency, or even absence for short vacation. But these extension livestock contingency plans are available free of charge to anyone. And you can find them online at z.umn.edu slash capital L livestock capital P plans. So it's livestock plans with a capital L and a capital P. z.umn.edu slash livestock plans. Or if you uh, are just Googling and you're looking for U of M Extension Livestock information, you can find through our swine page, our livestock swine page, you'll find a spot where it talks about livestock management and uh, the contingency plans are located there under emergency materials. And so don't be afraid to Google, you can find us that way too, but it, we're at z.umn.edu slash livestock plans. Thanks, Diane, for talking a little bit more about the livestock contingency plans and also more importantly, where they can find the contingency plans on the internet. And like we mentioned, our livestock team has created these for the different species that we work with. So at that webpage, you will find the different species. So just be sure to click on the one for swine and download that to get started. And like both Diane and I have already mentioned, we highly encourage you to look at this and create your contingency yes. plan. So in the event of an unexpected illness or other emergency, or even if you're going on a short vacation, but maybe don't have one planned yet, but sometime in the future, <laughs> it's a great way to get this done and off your to-do list. Absolutely. So with that, this wraps up our podcast for today as we just wanted to share this new resource that we have developed. So once again, I want to thank Diane for joining me to help roll out our University of Minnesota Extension Livestock Contingency Plans. And I also want to thank everyone for listening to our University of Minnesota Swine Extension podcast. Once again, this has been Sarah Sheik Belke and Diane DeWitt, both swine extension educators. To further connect with the University of Minnesota Swine Extension, please visit our swine-specific webpages on the University of Minnesota Extension's website at www.extension.umn.edu backslash swine. And on those swine pages, you'll find connections to our blog, our Facebook page, and also other podcasts that we have recorded. To learn about research being done by our swine faculty in veterinary medicine, please visit their Swine in Minnesota blog, which can be found at www.umnswinenews.com. 